Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. From the ragged heart of the Rust Belt, this is Great Lakes Confidential with your hosts, Angie and Marty. So, hi. Hey. So, this is Great Lakes Confidential. Still. Still. Again. Always. Back in effect. Forever. Mm-hmm. With Marty and Angie. I'm Marty. That's Angie. Hi. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I have a frog in my throat. So, forgive me if I, if I have to clear it too much. So, we are, let's see. This is episode five. Five, maybe, wow. perhaps. That's pretty cool. Still alive in five. Look still, at us go. <laughs> still going strong. Um, yeah, so I do want to say thanks to everybody that's been listening because um, it looks like we have, like, I was looking at um, averages and stuff mm-hmm. because I'm obsessed with, I hate numbers, but I like to kind of see, like, progress and, mm-hmm. you know, like, what I don't know, like like the reach, like statistics, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. like stuff like that. Analytics, they call yeah, it. yeah. And um, what I've what I've found is that with our first couple of episodes, we actually have a really good percentage of people that have listened all the way through the episodes, which is nice. I've also learned that the average for like the first week or like first couple of episodes mm-hmm. that a podcast has. Um, the average amount of new downloads is like 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're above that with each episode. Oh, that's good. We're building. We're getting stronger. So, yeah. You. So it's really exciting. So thank you, everybody that's been thank listening. You. And um, Stay and, tuned all the way through the end of the show for your reward. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, those of you that have joined us on our Facebook page and Instagram and have been interacting with us. Thank you. Like it's, it's it's very appreciated. It is, and it's so much fun for me. So anyways. thank you for enjoying the state as much as we do, enjoying the Great Lakes as much as we do, enjoying all the legends and folklore and stories of the Great Lakes like we do. Word. We're gonna be getting out there and uh, covering more. But right now, you know, we're still in. Uh, what do we call this? Shocktober. Ooh, no, nice. We can't. That's always used for like every. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is movie really... marathon in October. Right, right. So yeah, I mean, spooky, scary, haunted, creepy stuff. 
in yeah, our state. Is what we're talking that's, about. That's what I. That's my official name for it. So yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. So the last episode, what did we talk about? Beast and Mansion and Crypt mm-hmm. down in Niles, Michigan. And so we, when when discussing like what else to discuss. Um, we realized that there's actually quite a few haunted roads and it supposedly sure haunted roads in our state. And for a show all about road trips yeah, in works. our state, in the state of Michigan, the great state of Michigan, and the greater Great Lakes area, we're going to discuss these haunted roads. Yeah. So the first road that we're going to talk about is Seven Gables Road in Dansville, Michigan. Dansville, right by Mason, Michigan. Yes. Seven Gables Road, I believe it is off of Dexter Trail. I think so, yes. So I've never... I don't believe that I've ever been out there before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would remember simply because uh, when you go down the road, there's a wrought iron gate mm-hmm. that kind of blocks the woods and stuff off. So, yes. So there's a wrought iron gate that's padlocked. So the mm-hmm. only way that you can get past that is on foot. Mm-hmm. And legend states that if you're past the gate and you hear a woman scream, the last person to get back to the other side of it will be the first person to die within three days. Oh, good. Which is also similar to the movie The Ring. Mm-hmm. Remember the video? T- oh, yeah. yeah, with the with the lady. Yeah. I, you know, I've told you this before about me. I don't see a lot of movies. But I don't you know care about to see them. a lot of movies, but I know yeah. everything. Yeah. I have cosmic awareness. Right, <laughs> right. So apparently there was a witch who lived in a house that was past the gate. The house that had seven gables. Sure. Suppose that's the, that's the legend I heard. Well, let me that's tell you what I road. heard. Okay, and you then and then you tell me if it's if it's accurate to what you know or if it's completely because there's a couple of different mm-hmm. stories here. Well, can we describe the road real quickly to people? It's uh, like I said, I believe it's off Dexter Trail. I, back when you were living in Lansing and I was living in Farmington Hills and I would drive out to see you and I would always take the long way. Oh, sure. I would always end up going along Dexter Trail to get to your place. Right. And I would always pass uh, Seven Gables Road. Oh. And I kind of knew the, the legend of Seven Gables. So I was always curious, but I never really explored it because, you know, middle of the day, Seven Gables is kind of out in farm country with a lot of residences around. Not a lot of residences, but... There are people that live off of Seven Gables Road. Now, Seven Gables well, Road is only... Well, that, that area is very... It's all woods. It's not like um like a city, right? No, it's farmland, like okay. I said. And, and one of the things about Seven Gables Road is that it's probably only about a quarter of a mile long off of, uh, off of uh, Dexter Trail. So it's basically... You know, just a large driveway. Okay. So, you know, I didn't really feel comfortable exploring it even during the day. You know, it sort of seems like it's semi-private property. But there's, you know, quite a few stories. And I'll let you get back to to telling telling us what you heard about it. I just wanted to kind of explain the area. Yeah. Because I've, like I said, I've never been there. So apparently there was a witch who Mm -hmm. lived in a house that was down that road and beyond the gate. Mm Mm-hmm. So she was trapped in her house one night by some marauders. Marauders. Who burnt the house to the ground mm-hmm. because she was a witch. Right. Before she died, she cursed the land. That's the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how anybody would know that she cursed the land. Well, exactly. I imagine as they're, you know, setting fire to this place, she's standing on one of those gables saying, I curse thee. <laughs> I curse this land. Yeah, maybe. So years and later. And exploded into a bunch of fiery bats and flew off into the night. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like witches do. Yeah, sure. Years later, a family also, I should say, I don't know, like, there's no timeline as far as, like, mm-hmm. like was this the 1700s, 1800s? There's nothing 
to say when this ever happened. I would happened. guess 1900s. Perhaps. So years later, a family built a house on the land. The father supposedly went crazy one night. He hung all of his family members, which killed them. Mm-hmm. He then set the house on fire and hung himself. How many family members did he have? Unclear. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's this, these legends that don't really have a mm-hmm. whole lot of information to them. So there's been ghost hunters and paranormal investigators that have gone out there quite a bit. They've dug around. They've tried to find any sort of information about these stories about the witch and then the the father that went crazy. They can't substantiate any of it, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But they do say that there's a lot of, you know... Paranormal activity. Right, right. They just don't know why. Right. So then the last couple of things that are very interesting about Seven Gables Road is that in 1970, 16-year-old Lori Murningham's body was found on Seven Gables Road. And then more recently in 2005, um, do you remember seven-year-old Ricky Holland? Do you remember that story? No. He Well, his body was found out there. On Seven Gables Road. On Seven Gables. Uh, Ricky Holland was the little boy who, I believe he was in foster care. Mm Mm-hmm. And his foster mother and father killed him mm. and disposed of his body. So, mm. so there's, yeah, so that's, they're saying that there's spooky stuff happening out there, but nobody can give right. us like actual facts of who lived there, when, right. why, how. I mean, it's apparent that other people are aware of the legend of the street if they're using it to dump bodies. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, from what I've heard, the road got its name from a house that, that may have previously been there that had seven gables. I don't even the, know what gables are. It's yeah, like a, a, a roof feature, like kind of a, a feature on homes. Oh. But um, that, that again, this could have been the house that was burned down that the witch was in. Maybe the seven gables were where that guy hung all of his family from right. a gable. Who knows? Yeah, I like I said, there's not really any like it's uh, the legend of Seven Gables Road in Danville near Mason. Yeah, on Dexter Trail, off of Dexter Trail. Are those the same stories that you've heard out there, or have you heard something different? No, that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it seems like a lot of urban legends in this area come from you know, oh, there was a witch there once. Oh, a guy murdered his family there once, which sort of leads into the next haunted road. Yeah, it does actually. So Blood Road is out in. Metamora. Metamora. So the name Blood Road is said to have come from a man who murdered his wife and dumped her body near or in the swamps out mm-hmm. there. Apparently, the swamp water has been known to turn red. Mm-hmm. Now, there could be a scientific explanation to this, which is that the uh, road out there is actually, there's a lot of clay deposits. Mm-hmm. So when it rains or, it, you know, the water. You're right. It gets it, a reddish hue. Yeah. It. it could look red. Another legend says that Satanists came to what is now known as Metamora in the 1600s because of the Salem witch trials on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So they uh, apparently they practiced rituals in the swamps, leaving blood spilled all over the roads is a story associated with that one. Yes, I've heard before uh, that uh, the, supposedly the people who live on the poor people who live on Blood Road are all considered... Uh, intergenerational satanists by uh by thrill seekers oh really they consider the whole area is just oh there's just satanists that live out there now blood road is a road i have been down and uh, i've been down it during the day it's a, a dirt road uh gets kind of windy and twisty in areas sort of uh you know not exactly the most hospitable road to mm-hmm. pass uh very you know 
going through an entire canopy of trees, um, like very dense. Yeah. Very dense trees. Like it's it's pretty dark during the day going through there. And you have to kind of wind through and you're you can tell that you're you're descending, um, you know, down a hill through the area. And there's sort of like a bottom area, um, you know, the low point of the road, mm-hmm. which is probably where I imagine the water, the red water gathers that Most people likely. think is blood. Sure. And then, you know, just kind of zip up through a straightaway back up to, you know, a paved road. So there's an urban legend. Mm-hmm. And let me know if this happened to you. Uh, there's an urban legend that says that if you drive down, oh, you didn't go at night. No. But if you drive down Blood Road at night, tree branches will fall behind you. Mm-hmm. And then the road will turn red. Yeah, that's what they say. And I mean, again, you know, getting to the whole clay deposit thought are, you know, different reasons why the water would turn red when it pools at the bottom. And like I said before, we are kind of driving through this lush canopy of forest mm-hmm. through these winding, you know, small, this small little road. I could see how at nighttime, you know, people would get that sort of claustrophobic feel. That yeah. The woods were closing in on them. I probably wouldn't be able Especially to if you it. saw the red, you know, the, the red tide rising. Yeah. So I found a video on YouTube of some people who went out to Blood Road at night mm-hmm. and they had some like paranormal investigation um, equipment with them. So they turned on the road and there was four people in the car. Uh, it looked to be a, a male driver, a male front seat passenger and two mm-hmm. women in the back seat. So as soon as they turned on the road, the driver immediately felt sick and had to get out of the car to vomit, Yeah, which was like, you see it all on video. Like he, I don't know, like you couldn't, maybe it was real. Maybe it wasn't. I I don't know. Maybe it was Epicac. But all, (laughs) but all four of the people in the video, as soon as they turned on the road, they, they were all talking about how they felt very heavy Mm -hmm. or just kind of like, like down, you know? So they parked the car and the three, and three of them got out. The driver stayed in the vehicle, um, because he had just thrown up and he was not feeling it. Almost instantly, one of the girls said she couldn't do it and she got back into the car. Mm-hmm. Like she was standing there for like 30 seconds and just said, nope, and handed over the equipment in her hand to, to the other person and was in the back seat. So the other two stayed outside. So a guy and a girl, and they were trying to get this monitor to, to, to turn on and it wouldn't turn on. And the guy was like, this is fully charged. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's no reason why this shouldn't be turning on. So it looked like they used a different monitor. And they kept asking, you know, is anybody out here? Is anybody there? And they didn't get an answer the first couple of times. And then the girl said, if you answer our question, we'll leave right away. And as soon as she said that, you can hear what sounds like another woman's voice in this monitor saying in front of you. And they jumped in the car and bailed. Mm -hmm. So... It was a very short video. Um, I don't know. You know, again, I, I'm i not going to say that it happened or it didn't happen. It was very strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So is that a <laughs> ghost telling them in front of you? Yeah. That kind of blows uh, the whole the whole myth of uh, Blood Road for me. Because I liked believing that it was just, you know, intergenerational Satanists yeah. living in the area. Well, I mean, it still could have been. Know, like a, a Texas just... Chainsaw Massacre kind of thing. Not really a ghost story, but um, yeah, I imagine we would have heard in the news by now if it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you know, I believe in all of that sort of stuff. So I don't know if, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, it's creepy and seeing the video of somebody else being out there and having them get a a, a voice say, you know, in front of you, like, mm-hmm. no, I would bail too and I would never return. Right. Like, you would never find me on Blood Road ever again. Yeah. Ever. 
I understand that it's like pretty swampy back there. So are there no homes or anything? No, Is there's just... homes. They're all kind of set back from the road, though. Okay. Like big homes, really nice homes, actually. Huh. Um, you know, just it's it's a semi-private road with a lot of, uh, you know, homes kind of off into the woods. Yeah. Off the path. Um, and again, they're nice homes. Uh, Metamora is kind of near uh, Lapeer, Oxford mm-hmm. area. Okay. Out there. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of nicer homes and a lot of space. Right. Uh, personally, I think it's just the fact that the road was named Blood Road that really, you know, triggered a lot of the uh, the urban legends. Maybe. And I'm sure it was probably named Blood Road because of the red clay in the area. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's fun to think that a bunch of witches. Yeah, and, devil worshippers. And, and, you know, Satanists came over to to escape being hung and, you know. Sure, Salem and <laughs> I mean everyone needs a place to go, right? Yeah, everyone needs yeah. a place to belong. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's, it's just... nice that we have a little Satanist safe space on Blood Road. <laughs> yeah, so that's Blood Road. Not mm-hmm. a whole lot to it. Not you know, again, no real a fun thrill to drive down if uh, if that's your thing. Sure, again, sure. Again, I believe it's a public road, so uh, you're free yeah. to drive down it. Just don't harass the neighbors. Yeah, Blood Road and... Um, and let us know what you see when you go out there. Right. So Seven Gables and Blood Road, from what I understand, it's both pretty public. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go down to Seven Gables. People just, you know, obviously yeah. ask that you're respectful and you don't do anything crazy and, you you know, you don't go out there destroying stuff. Right. The thing about Seven Gables, though, is it dead ends. It does. So, yes. Yes. You know, Blood Road, you can zip right through like a roller coaster. You can just yeah. haul ass through there if you need to. But uh, Seven Gables, you're going to have to turn around. Yeah. So then the next place that we're heading to is actually a cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, well, aren't we going to discuss the road that kind of ties the cemetery together? You want to you start with the road? It's my favorite road in the area. Okay. We'll start with Denton Road. Denton so, Road in Canton. Yeah. It's my favorite. Simply because I, you know, I... I I'm familiar with the area. About 20 years ago, my parents moved to Canton, uh, right near Denton Road. And back when they moved there, um, Denton Road was still the dirt road, the haunted Mm -hmm. road with the haunted bridge. Again, just covered another one of these beautiful dirt roads that had the canopy of trees over the top. So it had the, you know, a sense of darkness as you drove through. Canton used to be like that when my parents moved there. Like a lot of the roads were still not paved and very, uh, very covered by trees. Right. It's very, very cool, very rural feeling. Now, uh, the, the the legend of Denton Road, there's a, a bridge on Denton Road, a very small bridge. Like, you wouldn't even notice that you're driving over it these days now that it's paved. But uh, back then, you know, it was like the only piece of concrete on this dirt road was mm-hmm. this bridge. And you drive past it, and the whole thing was just, you know, graffitied up with all sorts of ICP, insane clown posse graffiti and... Uh, Yes. So when you when you say that it was a bridge, because the bridge is not there anymore, correct? Mm-hmm. So well, you... no, it's there. I mean, but it's just paved like part of the road. Like the road just goes over the this little creek. Okay, so it's that's what like I was going to say. How river. big is how big is this bridge? Is it like like a, a single like a quick single lane bridge? Like when you're going down a dirt road? Yeah, is that I mean, similar it's, to that, it's or is basic, it like it was basically like a, a concrete culvert over okay. a river? Okay. You know, not even a bridge, like. Right. You know, like you're you're not going to base jump off of this thing. Yeah, so it's, it's not just, a substantial bridge. Right. It's just okay. basically, you know, bringing the road to grade as it crosses this creek. Okay. Okay. But uh, the whole thing is just, you know, covered in graffiti. 
Uh, you know, you could tell it was a, a teenage hangout mm-hmm. uh, legend type thing. And now the legend I heard originally in the area was, um, again, a ghost story. Like you drive down the road, you cross the bridge, you turn your car around and you park on the bridge and you'd see like phantom headlights up in the distance mm-hmm. coming towards you. Now, I've, I've uh, looked into it a bit more. And there's other stories uh, beyond the phantom headlight story, like the, the, the blue lady of Canton, I believe it was, this ghost in the area. Another ghost that uh, I'm not exactly sure how, how she passed. It, somehow it's tied to this bridge. I mean, she couldn't have thrown herself off of it. It's like a three-foot drop. Right. So I found a couple of different stories that, that like theories mm-hmm. or what people believe happened. Um, one of them is that there was a woman that was murdered by her husband, right? Mm-hmm. So he caught her cheating. He killed her lover with an axe and she ran off with their, their baby. Mm-hmm. So the husband chases her basically to the bridge on Denton road, kills her with the same axe that he killed her lover with. That's why there's a woman haunting the bridge. However, yeah, I mean, I guess that's all it takes. Well, but nobody knows what right. happened to this husband mm-hmm. did he kill himself there's no name where's the baby right. uh did he take where's the baby the and run ghost? off right so so it's like okay sure he could have killed her on the bridge with an axe and she's haunting it now mm-hmm. but what else like <laughs> you know then what happened right um, there's another one. So people are saying that you can hear a baby cry out there. So you could assume that the baby was also killed mm-hmm. with the wife, but why would he kill his baby? Right. Right. Another story, and this might have something to do with the lights perhaps, but another story claims that a child was killed by a car on Denton road. Mm-hmm. And now it's that child's mother who's walking up and down the road. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you also see phantom car lights for for that. Like, I don't know how that would, I don't know. But there is another car story, so maybe this is it, that says that there was a group of kids playing chicken on the bridge, and Mm -hmm. they crashed into the river below. I think that's the one that I heard. Yes. People claim to to have been chased by a ball of light that comes up out of the water. That's the the ball of light that I heard. Okay. Um, But again, I I think it's sort of along the lines of the old, the Paulding lights up in the UP. Right. Because back, this is, uh, like Denton Road today is fully paved you know, lots of like gorgeous half million dollar homes. Mm-hmm. Um, a giant soccer complex right. is right there. Like it's very, you know, habitated. Yeah. Is that a word to use? Uh, habitated. People are living there now. It's not <laughs> right, like they're just, right. you know, driving through it on the the way from, you know, the strip club on Michigan Avenue back to their home yeah. on Cherry Hill. It's very urban slash suburban. Yeah, very suburban. Very yeah. very ex-bourbon, I would say. It's got yeah. a very ex-bourbon feel to it. <laughs> like it's in Howell. You know, it's exclusive. It's nice. It's there's You really don't see any evidence of this haunted area anymore. Mm-hmm. And again, back 20 years ago when all these, when I heard these legends, the area was just ringed by cornfields. Like up on Cherry Hill Road, which is where Denton used to dead end north at Cherry Hill Road and run south. Now they've built an extension that that, that connects it to Ridge Road and Ford yeah. Road. But that used to be a dead end in all cornfields. So I'm thinking with the lights, people would see, you know, the bright lights of cars passing down Ford Road right. through the lights of the cornfield at the end of the road. Right. And that's, you know, where a lot of the, the kerfluffle started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you know, some of these stories, 
are so crazy because there's there's not any names associated. Yeah. There's no dates associated. There's no way to look up the actual history of it to to determine if it could be, you know, which is true. Right. So, I think the best way to approach a lot of the conversation about the stuff in this area is to mention Denton Road first. Mm-hmm. Because Denton, you know, it's an old road. Um it's been modified throughout the years. The path has been broken up by right. 94 being built and other things being built. So it it exists in little sections. And it seems like each one of these sections has something connected to it that's pretty spooky. Yeah. Like, you know, getting into the cemetery talks. There's a couple of cemeteries. Yeah. So the one I looked up was Soup Cemetery. And mm-hmm. Soup is S-O-O-P. Yes. Which not, isn't even the name of the cemetery, but it's what it's known as. It's not. It was. It's actually, well, it's gone from Soup Cemetery to I believe it was Pleasant View and then Mm -hmm. it was back to Soup and I think it's now back to Pleasant View. However, a lot of people that, you know, do like Mm -hmm. paranormal investigations and stuff, everybody seems to still refer to it as Soup Cemetery. It's on Old Denton Road in Bellevue, Michigan. Right off Belleville, I'm sorry. Belleville, right off the 94 uh, service drive. Right. Right by the Diamondback Saloon. Oh, there you go. If you want to do a little line dancing. All right. So it's Kick said up to be your heels and go on a ghost hunt. <laughs> it's said that this place is haunted by Elizabeth Jane Root Soup. She was born in 1826 and died in 1899 at the age of 73 mm-hmm. from heart failure. But she was believed to be a woman who practiced dark witchcraft during her time. Mm-hmm. Now there are still soup people relatives relatives of this woman uh, that still live in the area and. None of them, like all of them, the majority of them dispute the claims that she was a witch. Mm-hmm. They say that there's there's nothing in any of their family history to support this. Nobody's ever, this. it's basically just weirdo townspeople back in the 1800s, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, I don't know, for whatever reason, they decided that she was a witch. Or maybe she really was a witch. Or and she maybe it was just a more modern thing because uh, I've been to the Soup Cemetery. It's a very small, um, you know, basically like a corner lot sort of cemetery. Mm-hmm. No fences around it. A lot of old uh, tombstones. And her tombstone is, you know, sort of the centerpiece of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's this creepy little, you know, old cemetery on the side of the road with, you know, her tombstone and her husband's tombstone are sort of the central point of it. I think maybe the legends just started there because, you know, it's legible on the tombstone, mm-hmm. the name Soup, you know, so everyone calls it the Soup Cemetery. And it's like, that lady was a witch. Is This place is haunted. Yeah. I Well, from what I can gather, people back in the 1800s thought she was a witch. And, oh, okay. and so the so it all started back then. But her current, you know, ancestors and relatives are saying we don't have anything to mm-hmm. support that claim. Like yes, there was townspeople that said that she was she was practicing witchcraft, but we don't have anything in our family history to support it. Mm-hmm. And so, who really knows? I mean, I you know I did some searching on Elizabeth Jane, and I couldn't find a whole lot of information. Obviously, um, so I don't really know. But it is said that Soup Cemetery is haunted by her. But it's also said that um, because there's been there's been a lot of craziness that's happened in the cemetery a lot of people probably remember 
or have heard of the there was a death in 1968 um jane mixer that wasn't at the soup cemetery it wasn't she wasn't killed there no she wasn't left there either she was left at the denton cemetery up right. the road that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people who believe that the death of Jane Mixer were associated with a soup cemetery, mm-hmm. but it wasn't her there. Um, they also thought that she was the victim of John Collins, but that's not true either. So it, Soup Cemetery has all of these weird, you know, untrue right stories associated with that you've brought up the the denton cemetery now too and that's the thing is those two cemeteries have been uh, confused for as long as i can remember you know even being a kid you would hear about the soup cemetery and you just assumed it was the denton cemetery Mm -hmm. because that's a lot easier to find that's on denton road and michigan avenue so that's just you know when you're coming down haunted denton road it's right there on michigan avenue but yeah, that's you know right on the border of Ypsilanti and Van Buren Township, right. and that's where Jane Mixer's body was found in 1968. Yes, yeah, that's that's where there's the confusion about Soup Cemetery because they, for whatever reason, the stories got very confusing, and Jane was not found at Soup Cemetery; she was found at the cemetery in Denton Township. I think the confusion is a lot of people think that Denton Cemetery is Soup Cemetery. Right, because Soup Cemetery is on Old Denton Road. It's it's a lot more difficult to find. Right. It's, it's kind of tucked away, whereas the Denton Cemetery is right there on display. Right. The the good thing, and I do want to point this out, um, they, as I said, they thought that Jane Mixer was the victim of serial killer John Collins, but in 2004, they were able to do a they had a dna match tied to gary earl lederman and he was actually convicted of Mm -hmm. her death so we're talking 30 plus years later a dna match um for jane mixer and gary earl lederman so yeah it wasn't john collins but again that's just crazy you know speculation it's stories that have gotten twisted and turned and missed hold but again i mean that whole area was was a dumping ground for john norman collins like uh, getty's road is a road that crosses denton just it's the the road north of michigan avenue to this day it's still you know fairly rural um you know they put a few roundabouts in there and and you know a few more subdivisions and and buildings and whatnot but it's still pretty rural and even back in 68 you know it was nothing but like abandoned farmland and just you know overgrown fields and that's where uh john norman collins would dump a lot of his bodies like that's where bodies were found mm-hmm. along gettys road prospect road um is that over right... by the airport no it's all willow north of... run yeah it's it's north of, of willow run okay okay north of willow run like uh gettys runs you know basically from canton to ann arbor through ann arbor to downtown ann arbor yes um you get to a certain point and it's sort of like the the millionaire's row Mm-hmm. Uh, Gettys is where, uh, like, uh, former Governor Rick Snyder lived on Gettys. He was a you know businessman before he became a governor. Like, it's very, uh, very wealthy, um, exclusive homes along Gettys, especially when you're in the city limits. Outside of city limits, it's you know just kind of a rural, 55 miles an hour road mm-hmm. with very few stops. Uh, a few more, you know, through the past decade, but uh, you know it was sort of you know, hey, I'm getting out of the country to dump a body. Oh. It's a five-minute drive from Ann Arbor. But again, the the proximity to Denton Road, you know, it's only a couple of miles. You've got these two cemeteries that both have legendary stories, the Denton Cemetery and the Soup Cemetery, all off of Denton Road. Right. 
You've got the haunted bridge of Denton, mm-hmm. which could have either be a the uh, the the ghost of a uh, murdered uh, philanderer or the you know the ghostly car of some teens who were run off this juggalo bridge. Right. <laughs> I swear to God, it was all just Joker's card spray painted. Oh on my that God! Thing. Well, we've all got to have a hobby, I well, suppose. Well, it's Michigan, you know. <laughs> Secretly, we do love ourselves some insane clowns. Uh, a little bit, yeah. That's crazy. Just it's all just bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It is sort of funny. And I shouldn't say funny. Interesting. Not funny at all. Mm. Interesting. The intersection of, uh, you know, folklore, dark, dark tales mm-hmm. and actual crimes. Like yeah. getting back to the whole Seven Gables thing and the bodies actually found on Seven Gables. And, you know, the Jane Mixer found on Denton Road. Right. In the Denton Road Cemetery. And John Norman Collins, you know, dropping a body at, at Gettys and Prospect, which is, you know, three miles away. Yeah. From... I mean, what are the odds? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's crazy to think about that. It is really, It's like yeah. a dark nexus. Yeah. And there's. Denton Road. Right. Right. And there's so many, you know, like I said before, there's so many stories that are just, there's, there's no actual facts to be able to be like oh okay that would make sense why that happened or why people are saying that instead it's just and i wish that there was some way to track like how far back some of these stories go Mm -hmm. to to try to figure out but like like i said there's no there's nothing to say like you know this happened in the 90s or it happened in you know the 60s or it happened in the because they're all legends and they probably never, right. never even happened, but it's fun right. to talk about. Uh, you know, Denton Road, the Denton Cemetery, and Soup Cemetery are all open to the public, so you can visit it. You know, just be respectful if you go right. out there. Don't uh, don't make it too obvious what, yeah. you, what you ghouls are doing out there in the, <laughs> the cemetery. Yeah. Pick up your trash. Don't leave anything behind. Be respectful. Don't curse out the ghosts. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't start anything. Right. Don't bring home a souvenir. Yeah. Yeah, no souvenirs, you guys. Seriously, that's that's just... that's the quickest way to get a family curse put on you. Yeah, it is. I'm sure. Stop for food while you're in the area. Ypsilanti is the home of drive-ins. Ipsy has some good food. Go down to Michigan Avenue. Go to the old the root beer stand. What was that barbecue place we had when we were in um, out there in Ipsy? Oh boy, I don't even remember. That's a it's a, called Red Rock or something. Red Rock, perhaps. Maybe yeah. I don't remember, but it was so good. Really good brisket. Love it. Yeah, a lot of cool places to mm-hmm. to, to visit in Ipsy and in Ann Arbor. Squeeze in. We'll 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 go and visit some of those places the too. And, the yeah. world famous Chick Inn. There you go. Ooh. We um I'm hoping to do an episode soon on the Hudson Museum in Ipsy. That's very close to my family. So we really should do a taste test of all the drive fins in Ypsilanti. Let's do it. All right. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, do you have anything else to add? I just want a, a burger from the Squeeze Inn. <sighs> I just had some soup. Yeah. I had soup when we talked about Soup Cemetery. I know. How crazy is that? I don't know. Just, man, mind Your stomach's going to be a Soup Cemetery. I don't know how to react to this that. This is where soup went to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I think we're going to end on that note. Head on out. Thanks. Thanks for right. listening, y'all. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate your company today. It's been fun. Yeah. Drive safe. Text us when you get home. Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs>